0: hello i am back i'm back keeping it real with dr ken too yep i am all right well i want to get the announcements on out the way this show is always going to be sponsored by new you beauty supply store yes that is and you can go online to www newyoubeautysupply.com and place your order and get it to you. And I also want to encourage you uh, to get some journals from Amazon, uh, Kingdom Wisdom and Start Your Day with Joy. And that's with Apostle Linda Jordan and her ministry as an Amazon is actually great. You'll love it. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) And she wrote a book, too, called Waiting Excel. Yes. Oh, oh. yes, I know. Yes. Um, And um, it'll say on there Elder Linda Jordan. That's on Amazon. But she's now official on Apostle. So, hey, I am so proud of her. All right. Next um, author is Peter in the Boat. That's by Antoinette Braggs. That's B-R-A-G-G-S, I believe. Uh, she will may correct me if the spelling, but that's okay. Hey, she's a good friend of mine. Actually, she's my relative. Then, of course, yours truly, you can go to Keeping It Real, A Biblical Truth About Relationships. I know you'll say, well, but that's a long story. That's another That's another podcast that I got to get you in and everything. So uh, keeping it real with Dr. Cantu. Well, with that being said, let us dive in the Word. Father, we thank you, God, for a wonderful day. We thank you for everything you're doing in us, through us, and for us. And God, as we go into your Word on tonight, on this very, very wonderful day, we're asking you, God, to speak To me and speak through me, and also to the listeners. Let them get a word from you, not from my vocals, but from your mouth. I am just your mouthpiece and your vessel. And God, we thank you, God, for all that you're doing in, through, and for. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. This is a continuation on Depending on the Lord. I want to give the definition. Now it's a new word in that I found out. It's called dependability. It's capable of being trusted. You, God, is depending is the dependability on Him. He wants us to come to Him, and I want to say this to everyone, and that is is that. Um, those that have is working in the healthcare field or uh, whatever marketplace you're in, the gift that God gave you is a precious gift. Don't take it lightly, don't take it for granted. The arena that you're in, hear me by the Holy Ghost, is depend on God. To see you through, depend on him that as you drive, as you drive into your job or to the home or to the hospitals and you working or whatever, depend on the Lord, depend on him alone. Now, as you drive, I want to say there are several things I'm going to say. Hear me by the Holy Ghost. And it's the translation of the New Living Translation. But one of the things we have to depend on God alone is for our salvation. Human people cannot save us. Let me say it again. Human cannot save us. Only God can. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 18, all these scriptures that I'm giving It is from the New Living Translation. It says, uh, if the inheritance could be received only by keeping the law, it would not be the result of accepting God's promises. But God gave it to Abraham as a promise. Colossians 2 and 8 says, don't let anyone lead you astray with empty philosophy. And high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from evil powers of this world and not from Christ. All who believe in God's son, which is John 3 and 36, have eternal life. Those who don't obey the son, Jesus Christ, will never experience eternal life. But the wrath of God remains upon them. That's why you depend on God for our salvation. Next one is depending on God for our eternity. Our eternity. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. You can only come through Jesus Christ. You got to come through him. You cannot get to the Father God unless you go through Jesus Christ. I am sorry. No, I'm not. I take that back. I ain't sorry. The other one is for our spiritual fruitfulness. Spiritual fruitfulness. John 15 1 and 8 says, For I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch that doesn't produce fruit. So hopefully as a branch, you producing fruit because if not, he cuts it. And, And then it says, and prunes the branches that do bears fruit. He prunes it. Go on YouTube and, and 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 research that out. It's really fascinating. He prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they will produce even more. You have already been pruned for greater fruitfulness by the message I have given you. This is the message. Remain in me and I will remain in you for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is served for from the vine and you cannot be fruitful apart from me. Ooh, we, y'all hear that. That's in the new living translation. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who parts from me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Now, let me tell you what happens to the branch. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you stay, here's the answer. But if you stay, let me say it again. But if you stay, join to me and my words remain in you, you may ask any request you like and it will be granted. My true disciples produce much fruit. This brings great glory to my Father, and if you got time during your lunch time, go to Galatians chapter five, and, and in there you will find out what type of fruit it is: joy, love, joy, peace. Yep, that's fruit. A fruit. It's not a banana, or an apple, or orange, or grape. No, those. No, that's not fruit that he's talking about. Now. I said it. You ain't talking about bananas, oranges, and grapes. You're talking about love, joy, peace. That is fruits of the spirit. Now, come on now, y'all. The next one. We should depend on the Lord alone for our strength and power against evil. Second Thessalonians chapter three, the Lord is faithful. He will make you strong. And guard you from the evil one. Make you strong. For when you are weak, then you what? Strong. That's the word. So, Ephesians 6 and 10 says this. See, fi- it's the final word. It says, be strong with the Lord's mighty power put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies and tricks of the devil. For we are not wrestling against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against those mighty powers of darkness who rule this world and against wicked spirits where in the heavenly realm use every piece of God's armor to resist the evil, I mean, resist the enemy, excuse me, in the time of evil so that after the battle, you will be able, you will Still be standing, excuse me, firm. Wow. Excuse me. Whoa. What a mm. Mm-mm. Woo. So I mean it just hits me. I'm sorry. Then the other one is dependent on God alone for God's continuous presence. Continue. You is his continuous presence. Even if my father and mother abandoned me, coming from Psalms twenty-seven and ten, the Lord will hold me close. Hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm about to make my own self happy. <laughs> the Lord will hold me close. Even if my father and my mother abandoned me. Hmm. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord, your God will go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor forsake you. See? Hmm. Then the other one is Hebrews 13 and 5. Stay away from the love of money. It says, stay away. It didn't say you, oh, saints of God. Let me let me park right here. For just a minute. We can have anything. Because it comes from God. He is the creator. And he doesn't mind us. It's the point of. Ha- letting it control us. Or let in me put it like this. Making it priority over God. And we shouldn't. So. Hebrews 13 and 5 says, stay away from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never leave, I will never fail you, nor will never forsake you. That's why you depend on Him. Isaiah 41 and 10. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Matthew 28 and 20 says, this is Jesus speaking right here. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and Be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the ages. Let me teach you a thing. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands. There's only in the new covenant believer. This is going to be another podcast, but let me give y'all a footnote. In the new covenant believer, there's only two commands. That Jesus gave Y'all need to find out what that is But since y'all don't know it I'm going to tell you Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart And all thy soul And all thy might And the second one is like unto it Is to love thy neighbor As thyself So That's two commandments You don't believe me? It's in the New Testament Y'all can search it Ask Google I hope she know where it is. The other one is depending on God for our our needs. N-E-E-D-S, needs. 2 Peter 1 and 3 says, As we know Jesus better, his divine power gives us everything we need for living a godly life. He has called us to receive his own glory and goodness. Second Corinthians nine and eight says, God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. That's what I'm reading. Ooh, mate. Matthew six and 33. It's one of my favorites. If we do this right here, Oh, it's it it is done. It says, "He will give you all you need from day to day, if you live for Him and make the kingdom of God your primary, primarily concern. Make when you're primarily concerned. See, reading the King James version, boy, uh, it's a but seek ye first the kingdom. Then it got a comma at the in. Then all these things, yep, yep, shall be added. Yep, you're right. Yep, I said it. The next one is depending on God alone for our strength. Isaiah 40:29 through 31. He He gives power to those who 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 are tired and worn out he he offers strength to the weak even youth will become a, a, a exhausted and young men will give up hmm. but those who wait on the lord will find new strength they will fly high on wings like eagles they will run and and not grow weary they will walk and not psalm 71 and 7 says my life is an example to many because you have been my strength and my protection that's why you depend on god psalms 46 and 1 says god is our refuge and strength always ready to help in times of trouble whoo first corinthians 1 and 8 through 9 he says He will keep you strong right up to the end and he will keep you free from all blame. Glory on the great day when our Lord Jesus Christ returns. God will surely do this for you. He'll do it for he always does just what he says and he is the one who invites you into this wonderful, let me say it slowly, friendship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Ha! Glory to God. Philippians 4 and 13. This is one of my favorites too. I can do everything with the help of Christ who gives me strength. Watch this. I need strength. Hello, somebody. Hey, I'm about to preach myself happy up in here. We depend on God by believing in his son. Jesus told them in John 6 and 29 says, this is what God wants you to do. Believe in the one he has sent. John 5 and 43 says, I have come to you representing my father, glory, I'm about to make myself happy, slow down, and you refuse to welcome me, even though you already accept others who represent only themselves, oh my god, look at here, see, we depend on God, We, we, you got to depend on God by praying to him, communicating to him, and let me put this one, and listening to him, now, my t- I'm about to, I'm about to end in about, give me about 10 minutes, y'all. Give me 10 minutes. Ooh, this is good. Psalms 5 and 2 says, listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for I will never, I will never pray to anyone but you. Psalms 88, 13 says, "O oh Lord, I cry out to you. I will keep on pleading day by day. Psalms 119 and 147 says, I arise early before the sun is up. I cry out for help and put my hope in your words. Hmm. We depend on God by living with a childlike faith in him. Luke 23 40 through 42 says the other criminal protested. Don't you fear God even when you are dying? We deserve to die for our evil deeds, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. (laughs) Bing, bing. See, and then you want to, let me put this one out. What happens when we fail not to depend on God? Numbers chapter 20, verse 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you do not trust me enough to demonstrate my holiness to the people of Israel, you will not lead them into the land I'm giving them. That's because you you don't depend. See, when we fail to depend on God, we begin to separate ourselves from God. We start to go our own way, which leads to neglect of his word and his ways. This neglect leads to disobedience and sin, which God may choose to discipline us for in order to lead us back to him there is no one who experiences god's best who depend on anyone or anything other than god that's 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 the point of if you fail you fail and i am not going to fail and i know you ain't going to fail come on here somebody I know you ain't going to fail, but if you have, get back up and let's start and repent and let's do it all over again. Just say, hey, God, I'm, I'm sorry. Repent, surrender, and do it all over again. That's how much he loves you. Okay, whiz! I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to help you, okay? How can you become more dependable on God? Glad you asked. We can become more dependable in our relationships. Proverbs twenty five and nineteen says put putting confidence in an unreliable person, I say unreliable person is like chewing with a toothache or walking on a broken foot. You, come on now. See, so we got to have a stable relationship with God. We become more dependable in our daily lives by carefully following God's word, by exercising wisdom, and by using every possible opportunity to do good for others. We got to remember that, that the Lord will reward each one of us for the good we do. Rather, we are slaves are free. In Ephesians 6 and 5 and 8 says that plainly. Slaves obey uh, your earthly masters with Deep respect and fear, serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. So as you're doing your job, do it like you're serving Christ. I know folks going to talk to us crazy. I know they're going to treat us crazy. But it's best to just walk off and say, God bless you and keep it moving. Yep. Yeah. Read Matthew chapter 5, starting with, I think that's the 42nd verse. It's pretty good. Taking time. Oh, it's pretty good. It helps me out. Then in Colossians 3 and 23 through 24 says, Work hard and cheerfully at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance, which we already have it, but he'll give you an inheritance as your reward. And the master you are serving is Christ. I know it's kind of hard thinking like that, but you got to have that new concept, that new mind. We can become more dependable in our work. By showing respect to those in authority over us, by working hard, by doing our work as if we were doing it for God himself and not and, and, and by, excuse me, and by doing it with positive attitudes. As I close, and let me say this is the promise from God. If upon the of dependability. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green. They go right on producing two words. Here it is quick. Delicious fruit. So hey there is there it is we're going to sum this up with that. Depending on the Lord. Continue to depend on the Lord. Don't, don't lose hope. Because I'm not going to lose hope. I, I know that, seriously, we, you, you will faint. But be of good cheer. I heard one preacher said this. And I, I did this. At first, when I did it, it kind of felt real. But I'm going to be so transparent right now. He said. And I was listening to him on YouTube. He said. Praise God. In the midst. Of your circumstances. He says. Start thanking God. Just praise him for who he is. You know what? I, I, I started that. I did that. And boy, you told about rejoicing and joy. I I completely forgot the issue because I depend on him. I thanked him for it and I I completely forgot about it. And as he said, and it confuses the enemy. And he was right. Yep, it did. Yep, yep, yep. It did. It truly did. And guess what? And I slept like a baby. You know, got home. Peace was at home, you know, and everything, you know, everything was good. And, you know, I had a little situation, you know, dealing with what I was dealing with. But that. Time that I started to magnify the Lord. Oh, you talking about a boy. I, can, I'm, I still do that sometimes now. When a situation comes. And that's why it says, praise God, praise him, even in the good, and praise him even in the bad. It actually confuses the enemy. It really does. Hey, this is your, this is, we're going to have signed off. It's my time. I don't want to bore y'all too long or anything, but hey, this show is sponsored by New You Beauty Supply Store. I thank God for y'all. I hope you get something out. And please tell someone else, spread the word, spread the word. This is your host. Keeping it real with Dr. Adrian Cantu. I hope and pray that you got something out. And leave a comment too. I don't care. Whether it's good or bad. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell my father. And his name is God.